My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be good all time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, we roll till 3 o'clock. We got an hour left on the program. We told you Tom Kakert was going to join us. Guess what? He was nice enough to take our phone call. Uh, Tom, of course, Hawkeye Report. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Tommy, hello. Hello. Yes, I only come on for you, Jim. I, not for Trent. <laughs> you're the best. I figured you're, the, you're the best, pal. Thank you. All right, Tom. <laughs> let's kind of uh, put in place what we watched yesterday. We'll start with the hoop season now that it is over. Give me your overall impression of what you saw out of Hawkeye basketball. Not just yesterday. Let's do the season as a whole first. Um, overall, I think probably... Record-wise, about what we expected. Result-wise, probably about what we expected. Um, but I, I feel better about what's coming down the road than I think I expected I would be at this point uh, going into the season. I, I just think uh, it, it's hard not to be excited about what you see from Bohannon and Cook and, and Temsel and um, – you got some talent coming in with them, Nicholas Bear. Um, I just, I think uh, the, the program's in, in pretty good shape, and anything less than uh, an NCAA tournament trip, uh, at least next year, uh, is, is going to be a disappointment, I think. Well, one of the big ascensions we saw, Tom, throughout the year was the play of Jordan Bohannon, and it was a guy that I felt like I, I thought he was going to be. Brody Boyd Redux, a guy that is just a an undersized shooting guard, but his ability to lead the team, the assist numbers that he put up, double doubles in the last three games of his freshman campaign, he is so much more than that. We know there's some deficiencies defensively, but on the offensive end, what that kid has been able to put together, the big shot against Wisconsin, he's got maybe not a complete package, but pretty close to it as a freshman. Yeah, he's. I, I'm trying to think of a bigger surprise. Uh, out of a recruit in their first year, and I'm not sure that there there is anything to compare to what Bohannon did because he established himself as a as a legit scorer against good competition in the Big Ten, and you just don't see that. And the other thing is he got better as the season went on, and and sometimes you don't see that from freshmen. Teams figure him out; they start taking things away from him, and and the, the scoring outfit, the foot, the play. Uh, it just kind of goes downhill, and it's just the opposite of him. And he's he's going to get stronger. Um, you know, the defensive side is always going to be a challenge for him. I think with the quicker point guards that stand in front of them. But um, boy, the way he can shoot the ball, you just you know, that's a special talent. And um, and he's proven to be a really good point guard. I mean, he's had, uh, you know his assist numbers speak for themselves. So uh, he's really good, and uh, he's going to only get better. 
25 points, 13 assists in yesterday's game and the loss to TCU. Uh, he went back-to-back-to-back triple-doubles. Look, he's, he's hit big shot after big shot down the stretch. And I agree with you on the sky is the limit for this kid. And Trent and I had a conversation uh, about Williams and about how he has some superior skills, particularly defensively. They haven't translated into offense yet. In your estimation, can they improve by next season, at least his offensive skills? Um. Yeah, they can. I think he just lost complete confidence. And, you know, frankly, you know, and people like to, you know, play the transfer game after the end of the year. And if there's one guy that I could see leaving, it might be Christian just because um, you're going to have Connor McCaffrey coming in. I know people are, well, what about Connor? Connor's going to play base. Connor's going to do this. Connor's going to do that. Connor, if a scholarship opens up, it goes to Connor. And, he could be the the backup point guard next year, and I, I think there's a real possibility that he will be the backup point guard next year, just because I think he's got more of a point guard mentality than Williams does. You know, the thing with Williams is I think he can be a very effective player out on the wing, being a a two guard or even small forward at times, and taking away those responsibilities of point guard. Doing what he does best, and that's being on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. They need help in the backcourt with defense, and Isaiah Moss can be very good at times. He can look absolutely clueless at times on the defensive end. Williams, I think, is an important cog, and we talked about it. We debated you know, who's more important for next year's team, having Christian Williams take that step forward or Brady Ellingson. In my mind, it's Christian Williams because he can help in so many facets that they need help in. Yeah, he, he could help them defensively just being a, a, a really solid defender that can give them 20 minutes a night. Um, and I, I think Moss is the same way where, you know, he gets keeps growing his game because they're, you know, when he's hitting shots, it's great. But then he's, I, I call him like the irrational confidence guy when he makes a couple shots and he thinks that uh, and he'll take four more even if he misses all four. And I know Fran kind of encourages that, but sometimes shot selection going one-on-four against uh, opposing teams. It's not, not a uh, smart basketball play, uh, but he's got a lot of potential. He, he can score. He's just got to – I think he's one of those guys that's got to see that first shot go down to really mm-hmm. get going. Yeah. Tom, yesterday we saw the Ole defense again, uh, and TCU exploited it big time, uh, which smart teams will do, and, and they did. Is that the real downfall so far of what you see for next year, that that's got to be one of the major improvement factors to at least show a semblance of defense? Yeah, I think what they've got to figure out and and find a way to do is it's got to be Creener, Luca Garza, somebody like that that can come in and kind of clog up the middle and, the other thing they've got to do better, and Fran talked about this after the game, is kind of the help the helper kind of thing that, that they were trying to do uh, that left that the, the big uh, Slovakian kid, I think it was from Slovakia, uh, Vlad, uh, whatever. Brazianski, you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Left him wide open late in the game uh, because it wasn't help the helper. It was 
you know, Cook went to help, and uh, the rotation was late getting over there, and he ends up scoring that bucket. And that's kind of the, you know, it's the difference between winning and losing. And that, you know, yesterday it was, you look at this at, at inside the box score a little bit, they had 21 points off turnovers in the first half, and they had 52 point paint scores against Iowa. And, you know, Iowa loses shooting, what, 55% from the field and 55, 53% from three and making 16 threes and you lose? That's, mm-hmm. it, you tell somebody that that's your stat line, you're gonna tell you, they're going to tell you that they won that game fairly comfortably. Right. So it's a defensive issue, really. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com, joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Uh, Tom, take us to the final possession of the game. Iowa with those quirky NIT rules, uh, a couple of fouls to give on the TCU side. Made it a bit clunky there at the end. They did get a shot at the horn, though, to win it. Probably not what was drawn up, though, a 15-footer for Cordell Pemsel. No, it wasn't. I had Mohanan about it after after the game and actually talked about Cord- to Cordell about it because Cordell said, he was just in there to go to the glass mm-hmm. uh, after the shot to see if they could get a tip in uh, if if somebody missed. Uh, and uh, Jordan said they had it was kind of like a three flat, and they they were just gonna he was gonna try and get to the bucket. And if he couldn't get to the bucket, then they were gonna he was gonna kick to Pete for a three. And uh, they doubled him, and the double came from. Cordell's guy, and so Cordell was left 15 foot from the bucket and uh, got it to him. And as you saw with Iowa from the uh, foul line yesterday, <laughs> yeah. they couldn't make a shot. Right. Even yep. they couldn't make an uncontested 15 foot shot to save their life mm-hmm. yesterday. And that was that was another part of their undoing. Was you know eight of 19 from the foul line is just completely unacceptable for a uh, major college team to, to do that uh, from uncontested 15 foot shots. I agree. Yeah, the uh, that was atrocious and pretty much uh, cost them the game. Uh, in your estimation, as we talked to Tom Capert on uh, Tom Cakert on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, how will Peter Jock in a year or two be remembered, or will he even be remembered? Oh, I I think he will be. Um, you know, frankly, I I think he's on the very, very, very short list of the best shooters when he was healthy this year, one of the best shooters to ever play at Iowa. I, I, he was on a, a ridiculous pace until his back acted up uh, shooting the basketball. and he's, he's just a pure shooter from the outside, and that's going to be his, his legacy is that uh, uh, a pure shooter. And we'll see how his leadership uh, help to develop this team and see how they how they come together without him around. Because I know a lot of guys really looked up to Pete. He was a mentor to many of the players on this team. But but will that get lost in two years' time when these guys start to really mature as juniors and seniors? And if they're winning, will Pete Jock's name then even be in the conversation? other than if oh. maybe one of those players' references? Yeah, probably not. I mean, nobody, you know, do we really talk about Aaron White? Uh, you know, I go back to the culture of the the program that Fran McCaffrey tried to build at Iowa initially started with, with Jared Cole and mm-hmm. Matt Gates. Right. And, yep. those, and Eric May and those guys were the, 
the three guys that I think helped establish the culture we see today in Iowa City around the basketball program, and it's just kind of been passed down to different guys, to Clements, to uh, Aaron White, guys like that uh, along the way. So you look forward at next year. Obviously, Peter Jock, the scoring needs to be replicated. They played well in the two games that he wasn't around, but it will be different. Who takes more of the scoring load in your estimation? And, and maybe more importantly, how does Fran divvy up the minutes up front? You got Nunji coming in, mm-hmm. you got Garza coming in, along with the slew of front court players. It is going to be stacked up in there. It is going to be really stacked up, and that's going to be one of the more interesting things is do you almost have, are there going to be times next year when, when you almost play Nicholas Bear as a two? Right. Yeah. Uh, just because it's so clogged up there, if you want to play. Um, you know, Nunji and and uh, Garza and, and Cook, which you could do because I think Nunji could potentially be a three uh, because of his ability to shoot the basketball. You could play Bear at the two. I don't know if that's ideal, but um, you know it's a, it's an option that they're going to probably look at. And there may be some times when. Connor McCaffrey's run the offense, and you put Bohannon at the two, and I, I wonder if that's going to be a, a a look that they use. And then you just kind of have to cycle through all those big guys and you know, figure out what combinations are going to work best. I'm curious, Tom, when you step back and you yourself look at this season – where we first began the conversation, you said, well, it's kind of thought where we thought they would end up. But it really was a wild roller coaster ride where oh, yeah. where they would lose three, win four, lose three, win two. I mean, it was all over the planet. It it was, and then and you've got games where they, how did they do that kind of thing? Yes. Where you know uh-huh. you go to Maryland and win, and you go to Wisconsin and win, and then you have games where they just get drilled, like that Big Ten tournament game against the Indiana team that. You know, obviously, the way they played in the NIT, that team was ready to quit. Mm-hmm. They were done. They were ready to see Tom Creek get fired. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just, it's inexplicable sometimes, but that's the nature of a generally young team, even though, you know, they've been through a season of basketball. It's still a young team, and uh, you don't know sometimes what team's going to show up. And we saw that all year from going back to the, that inexplicable loss to Omaha, uh, to how well they played at some really tough places. You, you know, even go back to like going up to the barn and, and taking a, a good Minnesota team uh, to, to overtime. Right. Yeah. You know, they, they've had they've had really good moments this year, but they've had some some head scratchers, and that's kind of the nature of younger basketball teams. I don't think we'll see that as much moving forward as the team matures. Tom Caker from Hawkeye Report with us right now. Tom, you're on your way to Iowa City currently, getting ready for Kirk Ferentz, his uh, opening spring press conference. A lot of questions for this team after the last time we saw them getting thwarted in the second half against Florida. Uh, New offensive uh, coordinator, a lot of changes in the staff, a lot going on in Iowa City. The most pressing question that you want to get answered today is? (laughs) <laughs> Boy, <laughs> it's on the offensive side of the football, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just, I'm kind of curious, and I don't know that we'll get an answer to it. Um, but just, what kind of 
systematic kind of changes are they making on the offensive side of the football? Are, is there going to be um, a, a, a very different look to things? And What if he says um, no, Tom? What if he says, look, we do what we do? Oh, that's what I anticipate him saying, uh-huh. is we do what we do, and, you know, this is what, kind of the basics of what we do. But there's more than one way to skin that cat, too. And uh, I, I'm kind of curious if they've tweaked some things. I'm curious about how open that quarterback race is. Um, I'm curious how many bodies they have at wide receiver and what he's going to say about Matt Vandenberg that you know, we reported it last week that he's re-injured his foot. And mm-hmm. He probably won't be back until sometime mid to late summer, maybe right before camp. Uh, and that's got to be concerning for them, given that I think right now they have three scholarship-wide receivers on campus. <laughs> three <laughs> you know, scholarship three. receivers. That's it. Three that are that are that are that are going to be able to practice this spring. Yeah, oh. three. Wow. They have uh, Falconeer, they have uh, Germany Smith, and they have Devontae Young. Wow. That's it. Wow. That's the list. Wow. So speaking Matt of what? Vandenberg can't practice. And, right. and Ryan, Boyle, Ryan Boyle's moved back to quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep. Vandenberg uh, has to go through another procedure on the foot. What more do you know about that? And, I, I mean, this is uh, maybe scary talk after what we saw happen at the wide receiver position. Could there be a possibility that this is a career ender, that – this is a foot injury that he's never able to come back from. The most famous foot injury, Jimmy B. Mm-hmm. Bill Walton. Bill Walton. to bring that all the time. Yeah. Foot injuries yeah. uh, sometimes can be something that you just can't come back from. Is that a concern? How about, how about Jack Lambert, turf toe with the Steelers, too? He couldn't come back yeah. from that. Yep. And, and uh, you know, even more modern times, and kind of switching the sport to, like, basketball a few years ago. You remember Kevin Durant had that Jones fracture, and that's what I wonder yep. about if it's, that, that metatarsal kind of uh, uh, break in, in its foot that doesn't heal right. And it's weird because during bowl prep, we were down there, and we were around practice, and Vandenberg's out there running around in practice mm-hmm. and in full uniform and practicing with the team and, and doing stuff and running around and look great. So uh, that's where you get concerned is that he was seemingly healthy, and now it's back to being hurt again. And that's kind of, to me, that's, that's kind of one of those telltale signs of that Jones fracture. And those things are just, some guys never come back from them. They just don't. Tom Cakert is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. We're talking Iowa basketball and uh, a little football. When you, when you said uh, when you're going to go talk to Ferentz, do you think he'll give you an answer on Vandenberg's condition? Or will it be, well, the medical people will make that decision? I, I think he'll say he's out this spring, and we anticipate him getting back this summer. And, that, you know, and that's going to be that, that'll be his That'll be his pat answer to, uh, to that question. You know, if you want a defensive question, though, I, you know, the cornerback position, there's, you know, you, you, Manny Ragumba obviously will start because um, he jumped in there and played really well, but you know, there's questions there too. I think to to address about you know their depth issues there with only three guys that have really played at all with uh, Josh Jackson and uh, Ojemudie uh, are the other two guys that are kind of in the mix for that starting spot. But they're going to rely on freshmen there too. I think 
Well, Tom, we'll see you in a couple of Fridays over here in West Des Moines. We'll talk to you before yeah. that. Looking forward to it as always. Enjoy Kirk today. I bet you can write the transcript already before he even talks. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tommy. Okay. Take hey, care, guys. Hey, Tom, when you come over, make sure Trent buys. Oh, he hung up. He was, he was sick of you. <laughs> yeah. He didn't want to listen to he you anymore. He didn't want to hear me anymore. Yeah. That's fair enough. That makes two of us. Yeah, I, I understand. Perfectly. So let's take a break. Yeah, why not? We'll talk some that... NFL coming up on the other side. We got Tad Haslip yeah. joining us. From the Sporting News, as we take a break from the basketball, get into a little football next here, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, it's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped or pitched, the guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. If you do-it-yourselfers are looking for the right tool for the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts Power Torque Tools DIY Day Sale. You'll find a wide selection of Power Torque Tools on sale now and guaranteed for life. Power Torque Tools DIY Day Sale going on now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Menards Home Improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Get the ultimate paint technology with Dutch Boy Platinum Interior Paint and Primer in one. Featuring a no-prep, no-prime formula. Flat is just $26.68 after sale price and 11% rebate. Other sizes and finishes are also on sale. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices now at Menards. Sale ends March 25th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm -hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. If you think trains will stop if they see a car on the tracks, you're right, they will. About a mile after they hit you. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. Don't become the next fatality. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 
Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. TC alongside Jim as we take you up until 3 o'clock. Then it'll be Marty and Miller taking the airwaves. Jim, you know, uh, been lost over the last four or five days, mm-hmm. the NFL. Yeah. College basketball comes to the forefront a few times a year. This is one of them. So it's time to get back into it Let's right now. Let's go. I'm ready. We welcome in Tad Haslip from the Sporting News as he joins us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Tad, what's going on? Uh, not too much. I'm glad everyone's starting to think about NFL again after the, uh, the little bit of madness there over the weekend. But I guess we still have next weekend and the one after that, right? We do. Some, but, uh, some breaks in the NFL action, if you will. Yep, absolutely. Free agency still going on in the NFL and uh, still the waiting game. Tony Romo, what's going to happen? Let's start there with the former Cowboys signal caller as you go through and, and look at it. The Texans, are they still the front runner in your estimation? Yeah, I believe so, uh, simply because that seems to be Tony's number one choice uh, for obvious geographic reasons. And you could argue that they're just as close, if not closer, than Denver when it comes to a roster built to win a Super Bowl right now, uh, because that's what Tony Romo wants is a chance to start somewhere and to start for a contender, which is what he had in Dallas before he was uh, misplaced. And and let's be real here, the, the Cowboys and Jerry Jones specifically they say they want to do right by Tony, right? They they want to you know make sure you know they want to thank him for what he's done over the last decade. And if that were the case, they would have just released him. Obviously, they're they're waiting here because they know there is more than one team who who is interested in obtaining him. They they know that the Broncos and Texans potentially would would be willing to maybe offer something in a trade if one side or the other uh, maybe senses that the other one is getting closer to a deal. Maybe one of those teams reaches out and says maybe it happens at the league owners meeting next week, you know, maybe one of those teams comes out and says, okay, fine, we'll give you a pick, you know, or, or something. That's what the Cowboys are waiting for. Uh, I think you're either going to see a trade uh, before or during the meetings, and if, if you don't see a trade by then when, when, you know, all the owners are together and and, and these execs have some time together, kind of like at the Combine, uh, then I think a release is much more likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tony will, of course, uh, be able to negotiate with both teams and, and choose. But I think, uh, to go back to your first question, I do think Houston remains the number one option for Tony, and Denver wouldn't be a bad option either. I'm I'm pretty confident that it would be one of those two teams for uh, sure. I, I agree with you on Houston. I mean, they offer up everything. They've got a terrific defense. J.J. Watt back healthy. That'll even make them better. Uh, they have a terrific receiver in Hopkins. 
Their offensive line isn't bad. Running game suspect, but uh, you bring Romo into the mix, and they play in the AFC South, not the AFC West where Denver is. Uh, that means, right. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm dialed in for that, right? Yeah, there's no question about it. And to be fair, the AFC South is getting a little bit better. I, I mean, you can never truly count out the Colts as long as Andrew Luck is healthy. The Jaguars were very, very active in free agency. They really improved their defense. And the Titans have been making strides, too, with Marcus Mariota leading the way. So the division is getting better, but Houston, obviously, I mean, they've, they've I think, what, two-time defending champions now. And, and let's, let's keep in mind how terrible Brock Osweiler was last year, and they still they ended up benching him for Tom Savage. They still end up making the playoffs and winning a playoff game, winning the division. So they're already a step ahead of this division. And like you said, if they were to get Tony, that keeps them number one clearly in this division. And not only that, but, it, you know, one of the best teams in the AFC, if not the league. You know, as you look at this free agency period, there's uh, still a lot to be had, a lot of names out there. Biggest one continues to be Adrian Peterson. Well, how does this end up? Is it going to be a short one-year contract, a couple-year deal with uh, not a whole lot of guarantee? What do you think happens with Adrian Peterson? Yeah, I think you're looking at a, a one- or two-year deal tops, um, and, if, and I think it's going to be for a contender because that's where Adrian wants to play. And there are a few contenders who could use his, uh, his help uh, to garner their, to help their rushing attack. Um, but yeah, it's probably going to be a lot of performance based pay, um, you know, maybe some playoff bonuses, things like that, maybe a roster bonus. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's still a handful of teams that, that make sense. I mean, we, we talked about Oakland a little bit, that that makes sense to me. I mean, if they were able to bring him in, you look mm-hmm. at Green Bay, still needs help at running back. Carolina Panthers still need some help at running back, although they plan on drafting one, I'm pretty sure. So, and they, don't necessarily like to splurge and freeze. They've already actually splurged quite a bit. They probably don't want to do that anymore. Um, as crazy as it sounds, the New England Patriots need to replace LeGarrette Blunt, or, or they haven't re-signed LeGarrette Blunt yet. So that tells me that they either are done with him or, or they, they don't necessarily need that power running aspect to their offense or they're not as worried about it, or they can find someone in the draft. So there are a handful of teams out there that still make sense for him. Um, and, and I still think he can produce. Uh, there's, it's no secret here. The whole the problem the issue is age combined with his injury past, and not only that, but he he probably wants more money than some of these other free agent backs who have been getting, or at least people that are his age. Same problem with Jamal Charles. Uh, so both of those guys still looking for work. I think they will find it. It's just a matter of when. And it, it might he, both of those guys might have to wait till closer to training camp. Uh, you know, once once all all of the dust settles. You know, all the draft, all the free agency, everything. And if they're still sitting there, then you know maybe they just take a a desperate deal just to find and just to make a roster for training camp. Colin Kaepernick, former 49er quarterback, went to the freaking Super Bowl when a guy named <laughs> when a guy named Harbaugh was playing for him. Everybody said he's he's new, he's the new QB, he's the new QB star. Where's Colin Kaepernick going to land or oh, or is it a case where GMs don't want any part of his uh his demeanor? Well, there, that's, there are certainly some, and, and none of them are going to come out and say it, I don't think. But, yeah, there are certainly some GMs who were, who were angered enough by his protest. I mean, there were stories that came out that, I mean, they were equating that what Colin Kaepernick did this season to, to criminal acts. I mean, GMs, certain GMs really, really did not like that. And absolutely, yes, I, I, I don't know who they are, but that's definitely part of the reason here. I mean, and what Kaepernick did in San Francisco under Greg Roman and Jim Harbaugh was amazing. Uh, that's that, especially that one year, that Super Bowl run, 
was incredible. Um, he, he hasn't shown the consistency since. Now, he played a little better when he's had chances the last couple of years. But, you know, if you combine the, the social activism if you can, and combine with his play up and down over the years, combine with what money he probably wants to make, keep in mind he probably has the best resume or pedigree, if you will, of all the quarterbacks who have been available. Everybody else has been signed as a backup. You could make the argument that Kaepernick could be signed as a starter somewhere like New York or Cleveland. Right. Um, but he's probably, you know, asking for more money, and then there's just no reason to splurge for that right now. I mean, the only other guy out there you have that, that can maybe demand the same type is Jay Cutler, and, you know, he's even older, a little more washed up. No, one, no one's really going for that either, so it's not just Kaepernick. Um, but it's just tough for a quarterback if you want, you know, and now we've seen in years past quarterbacks get absurd money. Um, so, but then again, GMs are learning their lesson. They're learning the Brock Osweiler lesson, if you will. Don't splurge for someone unless you're absolutely sure about them. Um, same with Jimmy Garoppolo. Somebody might try and trade for him. He's still maybe potentially available. And you got these guys in the draft who no one really seems to have a consensus read on. Uh, there's maybe some teams are waiting for the 2018 draft. There's a couple big quarterback names over there. So, you know, the market, oddly, even though it's been great for quarterbacks in years past, isn't great for those guys who are looking for a job right now. Ted Haslip with the Sporting News joining us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Ted, want to uh, run around here, our Midwest outpost, take a look at the uh, local teams. Let's start up north with the Minnesota Vikings, a season that got off to a great start, then fell apart as the offensive line fell apart. They've done some things to address that offensive line. How much more needs to be done with the Vikings with the draft around the corner in that O-line? Oh, well, obviously a good bit. Um, you know, obviously the loss of Matt Khalil, that, that may or may not hurt. I know that he didn't play as well as some hoped he would because he was such a high draft pick. And, of course, the injury last year made it all that much worse. I still think he's a pretty good player, so you got to hope to at least get a lateral move at tackle. Um, and really, it, the running game, where, what direction is the running game going to go in? Obviously, that was a bit of an issue last year when, when AP went down. Uh, obviously, he's not going to be back this year. you got Latavius Murray coming in. I, I don't think that's an upgrade, even though Latavius Murray is, is a younger player. Um, I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see a huge splurge in the rushing attack this year. I mean, well, the one thing the Vikings can hang their hat on is you don't expect any to drop off on the defense. I know maybe the loss of Captain Munnerlyn a little bit of a hole there, um, but the defense really is, is what kind of drove this team last season. And as long as you get good play out of Sam Bradford, or really whoever's playing quarterback, take care of the football, it's going to be the same formula you saw in Minnesota last year. It's just a matter of who's doing it. Uh, and I really think the culture there is big as long as that's maintained. Whoever they draft, whoever they bring in, as long as they fit, they'll be fine. It, there's just a lot of holes to plug in. Uh, probably more so than anybody in the division, except for Chicago, of course. That, that's a whole different situation. Well, uh, but, you know, the change from, like you said, being contender first half of the season last year to where they are now is pretty drastic. Yeah, it, it really is. Okay, then take me to Chicago. Cause Does, the, doesn't the, sound like you're real excited about the Mike Lennon era. No, I don't, I just, I, <laughs> that was where I was going. I thought he was going to be the savior here. Uh, I, if you... If you think that Mike Lennon is going to be the savior, I don't mean you, but whoever thinks right, that, what right. are you basing it off of? You know, I mean, he, he hasn't done much in this league. The, the Buccaneers drafted a quarterback with a number one pick for a reason. Uh, that should tell you all you need to know about Mike Lennon. He, he's a backup quarterback in this league. Um, so unless the Bears, now, I, I, was it a, off the top of my head, was it a three-year deal, I think, for yes, Mike Lennon? Yep, three-year deal. That sounds right. So I don't really know what they're thinking there. Maybe they want him as a stopgap. They plan on drafting a guy either this year or next year, keep in mind, uh, and maybe have Mike Lennon just there to, as they groom their next quarterback. Maybe maybe they see him as a guy who's capable enough 
to stand in there and play, you know, as well as they need, which isn't much because there's not a whole lot else on that roster that has to offer. So, and of course, he had the loss of Alshon Jeffrey, so he doesn't really have many weapons around him either. Now, running game up there is pretty good. Uh, Howard's a very good running back, but it's uh, it's it's in a rebuilding phase. I mean, there's there's no secret about that. San Francisco, Chicago, Cleveland, all those teams up at the top of the draft—they're all rebuilding, and and uh, it's just a kind of a slow process. I don't think they believe Mike Lennon is the answer. I believe they think he's just a guy to to kind of be a placeholder, if you will, until they actually find who that guy is. And, and they didn't want to over, and I would argue they overspent for him, but, you know, they didn't give it like a Brock Osweiler type deal. So it's, it's not that bad in that sense, but no, if they think that he's any type of answer quarterback for the long term, that's not going to work out too well. Green Bay, how close are they? Is it, they're just kind of what they are, good enough to get in the playoffs, maybe win a game, but not Super Bowl contender? Do you think they're just a move or two away and finally might spend some money to get the help that Aaron Rodgers needs? Yeah, I, Green Bay is typically, it's kind of like the same song, different verse every year for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Always going into training camps, it's always very easy to pick out roster holes, but they always do a really good job, whether it's with coaching or player development, of plugging those holes, not necessarily with long-term answers, but shifting guys around, particularly in the secondary. They've been in, done a good job of doing that. This this particular offseason, though, I was curious as to why they didn't find more help in the defensive secondary. You had guys like Stephon Gilmore, A.J. Boye. You had some pretty good, talented quarterbacks available, uh, maybe even a Captain Munerlin type, uh, that they did not go after. Uh, and that clearly was the weakness of this team. And, and if you look at the corners they're bringing back, there's – not a lot there on the outside, so that's going to continue to be a weakness here. On offense, I, I don't think you can worry as much. As long as Aaron Rodgers is back there as a quarterback, I tend to think you have a little more leniency as far as just plugging guys in around him, um, fitting into the culture, fitting into the system, doing what they want to do. It's part of the reason they let go of Eddie Lacy. They were just tired of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. They know they can find another capable running back, plug him in. They did it all season last year. Tom Montgomery is going to play running back full-time for him next year. Like I said, they're very good at moving people around and, and filling whatever holes they need to fill. Um, and, you know, that's the way that they've been under Ted Thompson. They're not a big free agency team. They're a big draft team. Draft and develop your own talent, which is good. That's what you want to do. Uh, but in, when they have dipped into free agency in the past, uh, the obvious example is the Charles Woodson signing several years back. It tends to work. You know, they've had success with those types of guys. So I thought maybe this year would be one where they'd try and find a, a big signing to help their secondary. They didn't do it. Maybe they didn't see someone in the draft they like. I don't know. But I, I, I do think they're still a contender. I think they're always going to be a contender, like I said, as long as Rodgers is there and as long as the defense is competent. Mike Daniels, Clay Matthews still around there. They can have a gun defense. Um, they're absolutely still a contender. Keep in mind, they were, you know, a Falcons offensive explosion away from going to the Super Bowl. They're, they're right. still in good shape. Right. I, you know, you look at all the supposed mock drafts. Everybody's got one. Hell, I even have one. It's laughable, but I've got one. <laughs> uh, and on several of them, though, and staying with Green Bay, uh, they are, seem to be highly interested in Christian McCaffrey out of Stanford. With what they do, wouldn't he be an ideal guy who can run it, catch it, play out of the slot, do kind of all of those things that would really enhance what Aaron Rodgers can do? Absolutely, and and it's kind of ironic because he'd be another version of Ty Montgomery, who obviously also is a Stanford product. Um, you know, maybe they go back into that well again. It would make total sense. I mean, you can use them in virtually the same way. 
Uh, and Green Bay's offense is similar to New England's in that aspect, that they can just take guys who have a very well-rounded skill set um, and just stick them wherever it makes them stick. They don't necessarily have an offensive system. They find guys who can do certain things really well, and then they tailor their offense around that person. Not necessarily around that person, but they they tailor the fit, you know, in order to fit that person. So McCaffrey, yeah, he's a guy who can be a mismatch problem in the passing game. Obviously, he's a good runner. He's an underrated runner between the tackles, I think, because um, he's, you know, not necessarily small, but he's a smaller-sized running back, and people assume he can't hold up in the league. I don't know if that's the case. He's got a lot of carries at Stanford, um, and I think he'd be able to hold up just fine between the tackles in the league. And obviously, like we just said, that's something Green Bay needs. And if, if he can provide more in an offense beyond the running game, which he can, uh, then that's just icing on the cake. And that's something, as we know, Green Bay likes to utilize. Tad, as always, good catching up with you again. It is Tad Haslip. You can find him on Twitter at his work over with this Sporting News. Tad, as always, thanks for joining us. Talk again soon leading up to that April 27th draft. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Thank you, bud. See you. There you go. On the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. I love talking kind of NFL. There's still a lot to be had. And there is. And draft stuff and yeah. free agency. All it's that. been a fun off season because of the quarterbacks. Yes, it has. It's, yeah. It's at the point for me. I mean, there are guys, I'll be completely honest, where you see a guy get a big contract and be like, what? I've, I've heard that guy's name. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know he was that good. Yeah. You know, and, and it's positions, you know, a defensive tackle sure. where sure. they're not racking up sack numbers. It's things yep. like that. It's, you know, an outside linebacker. Oh, this guy is a good edge rusher. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, okay, I, I've, I've heard the name once or twice, but I don't remember that guy from Jacksonville. All of a sudden he right. signed a, a five-year, $60 billion deal. You know, there's, yeah. Yeah, with, there's with guys like that. of it guaranteed. Right, but yeah. now with all these quarterbacks, I think it does make it more intriguing for mm-hmm. the everyday fan. Not the hard, die hard that knows the too deep of every NFL team. Right. But when you're talking Tony Romo, when you're talking even Colin Kaepernick sure, and Jay sure. Cutler, yeah. people know quarterbacks. They do. And that's why, to me, this has been one of the more fun and intriguing yeah. NFL off-seasons I can remember. I, I agree with you. Uh, quick break, then we're coming right back as we uh, near the top of the hour. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers. On 1700 KBGG. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it even cricket? 
Kraft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. This is nice. I was hoping you'd like it. It's my special I'm sorry, sir, but it appears as though your credit card has been declined. Did everyone hear that? This person right here, credit card, declined. If we can please have an awkward silence the next 10 seconds. Whoa, what's with the megaphone? Just trying to properly illustrate your embarrassment and humiliation to the public, sir. What? If everyone could start mumbling and shaking their heads. Nice. Ma'am, I like that with the pointing. He's shaking like a leaf. Good job. Hey, buddy, please. I'm with a date here. Look, so I'm late on a few payments. I'll make it up next month. Promise. Mm -hmm. He promises to pay it all back next month. Can we have an aww? Aww. Don't worry, Adam. It happens to everybody. This has no effect on our date whatsoever. Really? Yes, really. There just won't be another one. See ya. And she's off. Wait, come back. I have other cards. I have other restaurants. Putting more on your card than you can afford to spend can lead to even bigger problems, like public humiliation. Don't let your credit put you in a bad place. Go to controlyourcredit.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Treasury and the Ad Council. If you think trains will stop if they see a car on the tracks, you're right, they will. About a mile after they hit you. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. Don't become the next fatality. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, if you'd like to jump on, you can call us at 264-1700, 264-1700. We'll take your call. Uh, your thoughts on uh, the Cyclones and the way their season ended? Your thoughts on the Hawks and the way their season 
ended. It really was such a disappointment. I was looking forward to this week of having another week to talk about Iowa State. I was hoping to have both of them you in, know, in, yeah. Leading up to the Sweet 16, and yeah. then after they get beat, that well, at least we'll get Iowa. They're not losing at home to TCU, No, are they? you wouldn't uh, think so. And they did. The eighth best team in the Big 12. But uh, a TCU team that's playing well down the stretch. Yeah. Then... Beat Kansas, even they, without Jackson. They yep. still beat them. They still beat them. In Kansas City. Y- yes, exactly. Yeah. And to take nothing away from them. And they came in. Boy, they played really well. They did. It's crazy that TCU team. They had the seven-game losing streak at the end of the regular season. Mm-hmm. They had so many close calls, though. They did. And Jamie Dixon, we both, you know, we talked about it when he got the job. Oh, he'll he'll do a good job. And in two, three, four years, he'll probably maybe even get them to the tournament. They look ready to go next year. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah. You talk about a quick turnaround, a place that, what do they have for basketball history? Lee Nalen, leading the nation in scoring. Yes. Back when they were in Conference USA in the mid-90s. And what else you got for me? You got an old name, Jimmy B? Well, you got uh, the coaches. Billy Tubbs had success there. And, How and, and, success? Be, and, be, and besides him, Jim Killingsworth had some success there. That is a name I do not know. Jim, okay, fire up those two guys. They both went to the tournament. Killingsworth and uh, Billy Tubbs. Tubbs, of course, made his name in Oklahoma. Absolutely, but but they but both those two coaches had had success at TCU. So I mean, it was you know up and down, relative. Success. Yes, yeah, relative. Yeah, when you talk about TCU, that would be good success. They went to the tournament in 1998. Okay, got beat by Florida State in the first round. Okay, also in '87. Okay, lost in the first round. Yeah, and uh, 1971. Okay. Not a whole lot there in even the last 50 yeah. years. Yeah. They've been to the tournament 3 times. And he's got them right there. He does. I mean, that that's I mean, they were they were on the bubble Trent until they had that 7 game losing streak. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz we were because a lot of people had uh it was it was it was between them and what Texas Tech mm-hmm. that were both kind of hanging on and that Kansas bubble. And, and Kansas and, and, and State was State. the one that broke through and right. got there. Right. And got in. You're right. Yep. Yeah, I, this this basketball history. There's not a whole no. Lot there's there. no not a lot to brag about as a program, and he's done a nice job. He really has. He's and that that goes to show just in general people that get upset about coaches. Yep, Pitt got them to a level that they hadn't been in a long time. Correct. They hadn't been that good year after year. Certainly in my lifetime. No. They had some good teams in the 80s. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Jerome, they, the Jerome Lane, Lane teams. Yeah. Yep. And everybody remembers it. Send it home, Jerome. Exactly. Yeah. After the uh, broken backboard. But even those teams weren't that consistently good like mm-hmm. Dixon had built them to. Mm-hmm. But you get to a spot, everybody wants the next level. Yes. Same thing with Dr. Tom, next level. Next Same level. thing well, up in Ames in football yep. with McCarty. McCarthy. I can't talk. <laughs> Dan McCarty. <laughs> McCarty. It's you get to a spot and you're almost a victim of your own success. I agree. You get to a spot mm-hmm. where a program, sometimes it's just that's what you are. Yeah. Knowing your space in college sports can be a good thing because when those expectations get out of whack, well, you can be led down the road of, well, Todd Licklider. Yeah. Whoops. That didn't work out very well. No, it didn't. Because Iowa didn't really know their spot. They went after the big hire. They wanted to take the next step with Steve Alford. Mm -hmm. It never happened. He left them for New Mexico and then, well, all right, let's try this. doesn't work. It can go south quickly. And what did Iowa State do? Oh, we're going to bring in this new up-and-comer. We got it figured out. Didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I have a 19. Mm-hmm. So, for Gene Chizik. So, I, I think there is a time where you look back and you kind of big-picture things. 
And when you're looking at your program, just realizing, and, and maybe this is something for Iowa State fans as they look forward to the basketball program. Sure. You know, what the future holds. This has been a great run. Oh, yes, it has. Now going six Six, straight years. Six straight years to the dance. It's never happened before. No. They take a step back next year. They're a touch under five, over 500. They're an NIT team. Mm -hmm. It's not sound the alarms that Steve Prohm needs to go. Realize what the program was before Hoiberg. Hoiberg. Yes. And how far it fall. And McDermott couldn't do it. We see Greg McDermott's a good coach. Yeah, he is. We've seen it. Yes. He's a good coach at UNI. He's a good coach at Creighton. Yeah. It just didn't work there. Right. Wayne Morgan didn't work that well. A bad hire? Mm-hmm. You're closer to running Steve Prohm out and making a bad hire than making one great hire, and all of a sudden you're going to be a perennial Elite Eight team. It's not that easy. It's it, not that easy at a place like Iowa State. When you are in Pittsburgh and you look at what Jamie Dixon did, and you made a good point, sometimes you just are what you are. He had some really good teams. Mm-hmm. And they made runs in the dance. Yep. And I think you are right. People just got to the point where... And didn't didn't Dixon quit on his own before? Didn't he do what what you yes, uh, had he, recommended? Yeah, he he felt that he felt the heat. So I'm going to get out of here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go to a program that'll really appreciate me, yep. especially if I do anything at all. Go to his alma mater. Go, goes back to TCU, mm-hmm. and look what he's done. So this is what uh, Dixon did at Pitt. Okay, he made let's see one, two, three. Three Sweet Sixteens. Okay. But the problem is the last one came in 2011. All right. Then he went to the CBI, won the CBI. Okay. All right. Hey, won something. Got to the tournament, got bumped in the opening round. Okay. Won a game, lost the second game of the next year, okay. NIT, and then lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament again. It's a victim of his own success. Correct. Yeah. They were saying, hey, you were you burned the Sweet 16. Yeah. What, what happened three years ago? Where, how come we're not doing that? And not only that, but we expect to go past that one. Yeah. And you yeah. can't do it? We need another coach. Well, good luck. You got good Kevin luck. Stallings. Good luck with that. That guy's a bozo. <laughs> and we'll close the show on the bozo ah, comment. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of bozos. Oh. Nah, good night. Nah, I, I can't do that. Marty and Miller are next. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. 
Draft House 50 is your home for all the big dance basketball coverage. Wall-to-wall TVs, excellent food, and every brew under the sun. For basketball, you have one spot to go. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Mm, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 5 We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is the message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon. Sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. 3, 2, 1. If you think trains will stop if they see a car on the tracks, you're right. They will. About a mile after they hit you. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. Don't become the next fatality. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. You can learn to DIY just about anything. Today, we'll be making our very own bath beads. We'll need mineral oil, ammonia, and... and Gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. After all, some things are better left to the pros, like buying a home. Because without an expert to guide you, you're just asking to get burned. Oh, look at that. It also works as a hair remover. So DIY yourself a favor and get Realtor. Head to Realtor.com slash Get Realtor today. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. Accumulus Station. Big news, big talk, and big sports. 1700.